Hello everybody and welcome to WTS 180. My name is Danny Murray. 180, is it that? Yeah, Grant. Yeah, fuck me. He's... Oh, man. It's only one. Yeah, only joking, only I'm joking. Yeah. And there is Graham demonstrating yet again that he is slower than a wet week. Um, it's, it's, it's difficult some weeks with you, Graham. It's difficult, but thankfully this Pardon? week... Thankfully this week we have somebody who will bring not only a bit of ruggedness to the conversation, some wit, some charm, and dashing good looks. And dimples, dimples. Dim- dimples to beat the fucking band. <laughs> Best dimple, dimples and 32 counties. Indeed, indeed. Welcome back to What's the Story podcast, Mr. Tom O'Mahony. How are you getting on, boys? Are you well, okay. sir? Are you well? I'm very good. I'm very good. I, like I was just telling you here, I'm like some sort of weird fucking sex terrorist here and fucking just off South George Street about to go into a comedy club and I'm here in the fucking car just eyeballing all the weirdos looking at And I, I'm calling them a weirdo and I'm the weirdest <laughs> car talking to you two. If, if, if I'm being honest... So you're in your natural habitat, is it, Tom? Being a pervert? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> being the sex terrorist. Yeah, pretty well, much. Lads, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm gonna be honest with you, lads. If I was to fall victim to any kind of terrorist attack, a sex terrorist would be number one on my list. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, I have a concealed device for you, Mister Moore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I feel like I'm going to blow any minute now. <laughs> Jesus, terrorism's fucking a weird. Like, who the fuck came up with that notion? I don't know. Some of it's all right. Some good songs came out of it, didn't it? Come out, G Black and Tens. Come out and fight me. Look at Merrow grabbing yeah, the true. fucking Easter lily on his chest. Look I'll at him. Fucking <laughs> hell. We got Martin Brennan. We got Martin Brennan from the Black and Tans. Did she? Martin Brennan, uh, the Yellow Partridge creation. Oh, for the love oh, of how boy. fucking. Uh, do you mind the messages I got during the week gone? Was that you actually your old lad? <laughs> <laughs> And at this stage, you're going to move to to confirm it wasn't, it was not indeed your your old lad. I can't honestly say I wasn't there on the night, though. You know, it's <laughs> oh fuck me. It's great though. I tell you what, lads. In fairness, not only has he given us some belters, it's also given fucking Brady's ham a great shtick as well, hasn't it? Oh my yeah. god, has it? What? Right. Jesus fucking Christ! I tell you what. Their marketing team right now must be just... Do you know that gif of fucking Macho Man being carried to the ring and he's just... Yeah. That's their yeah. marketing team right now. Whoever fucking came up with that, like... They'll never put their hand in their pocket again. Brady's ah. fucking ham marketing team, like... That's it, that's Unreal. it. Unreal. What's next, though? Ham behind the wire? Like, what's coming next, though? <laughs> How do you top that shit? You, you don't. You don't. No, they've thrown their you, load on that... the first one. They should have eased into it, like, with something else, like... That's it, like, there's no fucking way they're coming back from that, like, yeah, but I'm sure they'll try, they'll definitely try something, but now nah, forget it, you've peaked, lads, you've peaked, you know. Congratulations, too, on your crisp, uh, your crisp fucking World Cup. Thank you very much, sir, thank you very much. Yeah, yeah. I think we all saw Tato happening, re- winning, really, didn't we, like, it was... Ah, listen, it's one of them where you, you kind of, you don't want it to be, but there's an inevit- inevitability about it, do you know what I mean? It's uh, that's a Dublin wanker in you, you see, you know what I mean? Because you, you know, you'd be thinking fucking artisan crisps with made out of parsnips or something, like you know what I mean? But it's ah, look, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'd love a bag of kale chips as much as the next uh, <laughs> <laughs> 
to me but do I look like a fucker does that ever give it in 10 feet of a fucking kale chip uh, <laughs> not 10 inches in front of fucking kale anyway I fucking tell you what I knew Murray was a fucking Protestant I knew it I fucking knew it <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with having a little drop of the Protestant in you now lads no you're right you're right um, you're right but look, yeah, the, the Chris World Cup, man, it was because it came out of fucking nothing. We literally were, were struggling for fucking conversation in, in a podcast. And from there, away it went. And in fairness, I think we underestimated how ridiculously passionate people are about their crisps. Fuck me. Because did, 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 did somebody else jump on it? Because I tagged the two Yina yesterday and Mero, of course, jumped on it straight away and said, don't mind the tens. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, but there's been a load of stuff, you see. Standard so, answer from Mero, like. Like, like Channel 5 d- done something off the back of it. Yeah, I think that's the one you tagged us in. Then fucking Spin 103A tried to do something off the back of it. Uh, what did Spin do? They, they fucking start doing their own pyramid of fucking Irish crisps, and a few people tweeted us and Facebooked us and whatever. So we were on today and just saying, "Don't worry, lads, we've done the work for you. Here you are." And friend of the show, oh, yes. uh, Connie McCann, actually put the 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 winner, well, the ranking of the Crisp World Cup into a pyramid format to make it easier for us. It was great. So yeah, look, all, great. All, all in all, it went well, and we made new friends in Dermot and Dave, um, and. Uh, as much as I would love to be sitting here, surrounded by packets of Tato from uh, oh, that was the first thing I was I was nah, ready to ask you nah, like where all the do you know what it is right? O'Donnell's and Tato followed us but we didn't get any crisps not not a, I'll say this about not a free crisp sandwich that I get out of that World Cup so anybody with I, their accusations of bribery can fuck off. I, I, know the, I know the O'Donnell's crowd fucking hell they're miserable Jeez, they should have sent you up something <laughs> uh, to, yeah. to be honest with you I'd say they were snapping Tom because they didn't get far now their salt and vinegar got yeah. fucked out in the group stages and their cheese and onion crashed out fairly early too you know yeah. them yeah Tom I, yeah I know I do yeah they've, they've a big old fucking farm there just outside Clonmel big old spud farm but it's yeah. it's. Uh, I'm surprised they crashed out so early I mean how did the Kyo's hang in there no, Kyo's didn't even... Kyo, the only packet of Kyo's that got nominated were Kyo's roast beef. Other than that... What? And do you know what it is? And here's why, Tom. It's because air listenership are mostly people on the welfare. They don't yeah. have three fucking Euro 50 to be sending on crisps. <laughs> They're buying all the tempany bags over in Tesco. Do you know what I mean? Chickatees and the like. Exactly. The crisp, the crisp pack is just slightly undersized. Do you know them ones where you get exactly. you know, and it's nothing yeah. more fucking annoying. You're expecting at least a dozen dips into the bag, but when it stops at like eight dips into the bag, and you're like, that's "What the fuck?" That, now I'm down yeah. to crumbs. That's it. Let's be honest. I'll say this about Tato. I've 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 grown to like them as I've got older. That, that's really because. It's it's my childhood, really, is what all I think about Tato. See, that's that's well, the country I, I, versus I Dublin corn snacks. Corn snacks as a child, and then as I've got older, I just always get into Tato. Don't, well, like, don't, don't one sorry, no, stop, stop right now, stop, stop your fucking jabbering right now. If you ever say the word corn snacks around me, I swear <laughs> to God, Graham, I'll bend your chair and fuck it in the Liffey. What, like what you're you sh- you're sound oh. off now. All right, okay, so yokes that aren't particularly cut from it but sure everything's a crisp isn't it thank you Tom Absolutely yes I'll yes. have none of this nonsense um, oh, yeah. it's trying to be a posh problem do you know, and do know what somebody some... couscous and fucking prawns <laughs> you don't see any crisp fucking flavours of couscous and prawns do you no you don't somebody summed them perfectly pra- lads they, they... my prawn and couscous dinner was sensational Tom okay no it wasn't That's I know I know and as soon as your vagina fucking gets itself out of the way you know it's going to be fantastic <laughs> 
Mother of God. Somebody <laughs> summed it up perfectly, lads. They tweeted us and said, uh, there's no way at Christmas I'd be buying a box of 24 Monster Munch. Hashtag Tato for life. And I was that like, point. I was that like, do you know what? It's yeah. true. Come Christmas time and you're like, fucking, there'll be a gaggle of people calling over. What can I throw in front of them? You're not yeah. going to break out the Mighty Munch. You're going to go to the old reliable. It's true. Yeah, but Danny, Danny, years ago, uh, we were over in your house on Stephen's Day when we were teenagers. Yeah. And your man dad had the... the, the Danny's proud call it Boxing Day. Right? Yeah, box, Boxing Day. Right? <laughs> yeah. Come on, your man dad had the, the card for cash and carry. And there was a box of fucking uh, super hoopers and bikers. Yeah. Yeah, Sensation. yeah, yeah, and um, that is why I have type two diabetes and an obesity problem. <laughs> <laughs> well, there was no twenty four pack of Tato that day, and that was only Stephen's day. We yeah, were doing karaoke. You wouldn't, you wouldn't find Tato in uh, the Murray household, Graham. You wouldn't find Tato in the Murray household. You'd, you'd find a good British crisp, or you'd find King, because it's the closest thing to the monarchy we can get. <laughs> Just a nice Marks and Spencer's home brand. Something oh, like that. Oh, that's it. Nice. That's yeah, it. I'll yeah. tell you what. Yeah. yeah. What's, ne- what's next? Is it? Uh, can we do the World Cup of Pints? I'd be big into that. Well, we've been saying for fucking ages we're going to do this whiskey thing. And it's going on for now nearly two years, I'd say. We need to fucking hash that out and get it sorted, man. I fucking tell you. Yeah. Tell you. Get Conor McGregor to sponsor us. <laughs> it's fucking piss water. Have you drank it? I took a fucking whiff of it all right and I, I ended up washing the wheels in the car with it then after that. Oh shit, took all the black shit off, all the brake dust off the alloys. It was great. <laughs> Proper oh. fucking. It was only six spokes, but it was, that's, you know, I had to use two boxes, so it's 12 of 12, 12, 12, fucking proper 12 and each Proper 12, yeah, Jesus. Ah, no, look, 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 it's. I'd say it's the type that you'd throw into a bit of fucking coke or something and just drink it if you were on a night out. But if somebody came up to me... Oh, nightclub shite, like, that's all yeah, it is. Like. If somebody came up to me and said, listen, I'm after getting this whiskey, you need to try it, and they poured that shite in, I'd fucking throw a match at them, I would. Lower did you buy it? Was a gift. I did not buy it out there. I wouldn't fund that terrorist. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> Yeah, I, I, it's yeah. If you're going to fucking start with anything, that's shit. Do you know? What I mean, it's kind of like the stuff you'd find at the back of the mother's cupboard that has a fucking weird <laughs> Russian name. You know, go, I go on, I'll fucking drink it. So, but it's because it's five o'clock in the morning. You know that kind of way. You go, I'll exactly, drink. Yeah, yeah. You know, you're not going to find, no, you're not going to find a point anywhere, and all the porter's gone a long time, so you're into the fucking desperation stage. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so you, you name a time, and we'll fucking do it. And how? Yeah, we, we need you're to. good at planning. You're good at planning on on how we'd actually document this because we're obviously going to get clearly fairly drunk. This is, yeah, it is. I think, yeah, yeah, it's definitely going to be um, one where a lot of editing will be required in the aftermath, shall we say. Yeah, yeah. But um, I definitely think we need there'll to go. Of, there'll be a lot of slander. Yeah, there might be. Uh, depend, it depends Topped on... Top five minutes in, anyway, for sure. <laughs> it really depends on what names Don't are brought American. up. Tops off. <laughs> what? Tops off five minutes in, knowing Graham Merrigan. That's I know it, it for sure. I know what you're fucking like. See, the problem is, <laughs> the problem is, we'll 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 get it. We'll be at a point where we'll be like, go on, right, get a few tunes playing, and the second the bold Christie comes on, he'll want to oh. be hoi- he'll want to be hoisted up in the air. You see, yeah. And, Highland, and, and, Highland Paddy comes on, then he's fucking banging his chest. Uh, listen, fucking, fuck we're all getting me. tattoos of the fucking Easter Lily before we know it. Come here to me. <laughs> <laughs> Not on my you know, house. What's that? The two of us get matching ones. 
Yeah, of course. Fucking hell. Oh, you I already know. have one in your calf, don't you? Do I? No, I don't. I wish I fucking did, though. I don't have time to stop for tattoos. I just, I haven't fucking time. I haven't even fucking time to go home to do this fucking podcast with you. I'm in the car like a pervert. Like some weird crossover between Anne Frank in a fucking Volkswagen Passat and a fucking pervert on the side of fucking South George Street. So I'll, uh, I'll be willing to meet just halfway, lads. I'll be willing to get a white poppy tattooed on myself. Wow. It's progress. Oh, shit. It's fucking progress, isn't it? You know what I mean? So... <laughs> Um, so yeah, all right, we, right. So that's an action we need to take away from this podcast is to to get this whiskey one done and dusted. Mero, will you last yeah. a full night on the whiskey? Will you be all right? Wood in my hole. I'll be legless after about half an hour. <laughs> <laughs> Just as well you don't use the wood. <laughs> What's that you're drinking there? Ah, oh, fucking coffee, coffee. Well, it's more like tarmac. If the truth be told, it's uh, I yeah. Yeah. It's Nespresso, but Nespresso don't make it strong enough, so I had to fucking top it up with like Kenko shit in the top of it. It's just essentially like fucking heroin in a cup. <laughs> Would you drink a lot of uh, coffee before gigging? Yeah, it's just once at once it passes six o'clock in the evening, I have to. Yeah, I have to. Like last night, the last eight nights, I haven't been in bed before four o'clock. Motor just driving, driving from gigs. Yeah, gigging? yeah, yeah, yeah. See, that's that's the dizzying heights of being. A uh, uh, fucking megastar comedian, Tom, isn't oh, it? Oh, yeah, know? yeah. Dizzying heights, Daddy. Yeah, yeah dizzying exactly. Heights. Yeah. While you're taking a piss at some fucking junction on that, junction 14 of the fucking M7, you know, <laughs> freezing your stones off. The fucking dizzying heights, I can tell you, carry me home. Yeah, they should really <laughs> fucking have that Supermax out in 24 hours, in fairness. I mean, yeah, the one, the one, the money goal, all right. Like, yeah, they, yeah, they, yeah. Why not? Why not? They'd make a fucking killing. Fucking right they would, yeah, absolutely. Like, you know, I that's a good complaint, though, Tom. Isn't it being busy eight days in a row? Yeah, no, I can't. I know, I'm not. I'm not bitching at all, and I get to tell jokes for a fucking living for the love of Jesus. Like, you know, who's going to listen to me bitch about that? Like, this is it. And uh, you, you've got a big one, um, which I've seen, and actually, it's coming to this neck of the woods, so I'll be going to it. But uh, you are going to be defending the caveman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going. I'm the new. Um, I'm the Irish caveman. Fucking light is after going there by, so you'll just see my teeth every so often looking <laughs> towards the screen. Um, yeah, no, it's a it's a big play that I've been cast in. This one man play. Um, it's currently sold out. It's Dominican Republic run. So there you go. Yeah, I don't know. Oh. Yeah, um, it runs in Iceland, runs full time in Vegas, still yeah. running in Broadway, um, and now they're going to do an Irish version. They did it a couple of years ago, and it went all right. Like, but they, now they want to bring it on a proper tour. They only mm. just did the Tivoli the last time with Simon Delaney. So this time now they want to take it around the country with me. Fuck's sake! I was going to say, Jesus! Like they've gone from actually, they've actually got somebody close to a caveman this time around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, previously they had, <laughs> you know. You were, I thought you were going to the Dominican Republic, Iceland, and Vegas with it. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure if the Tipperary crossover is there, uh, Mero. To be honest, with you. <laughs> the Dominican Republic doesn't strike me as somewhere where they'd be interested in learning how to foot turf. Know what I mean. It's not. It, hey, hey, there's no fucking turf around my way, with fucking savage. Living in Port Leash, just because you're living in a fucking bog with high quality land where I'm fucking from. But I'm, Listen, what I am saying is that the Dominican Republic is not a hurling stronghold. That's all I'm saying. It's just, there's no branch of GEA in Dominican Republic. Though. It's out to one man show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we start rehearsals in August, um, and then it's going to be for four weeks. So we're rehearsing and then opening night. Then is in Bray. In the Mermaid and Bray. Sorry to hear that. Yeah, yeah I know. Jesus, sure, yeah. Everybody has that cross to bear. Look at it. 
How long does the show go on for, Tom? Like, a performance? I suppose with a break and everything, it's going to be the guts of about an hour and a half, hour and 40 minutes. And are you intimidated by it at all? Ah, uh, fuck it. Well, just look no. at that man's face. Look at look at his fucking face, Graham. He hasn't been intimidated <laughs> since the day he knocked the priest out in Junior Infants. <laughs> I, like, Fuck's I tell you sake. what, I'm very fucking excited about it. I'm very excited about it. Because I figure, the way I look at it is, other cunts have done it, so fuck, why can't I do it? You know what I mean? I know I'm a fucking redneck from the backwoods of nowhere, life, but at the same time, why the fuck can't I do it, you know? <laughs> definitely, man, definitely. <laughs> They are. They, they have allowed me. Like they sent me the the the, the American version, and mm. I went, Nah, fuck me, I can't. This is won't translate at all. Like so, yeah. they sent. Uh, ironically, they sent me the Icelandic translation, and their humor is very similar to ours. But uh, but in fairness, they were open. They went, If you want to change it anymore, have a fucking have at it. And it was a lot of stuff needed tightening up, in my opinion. Like and mm. they um. Yeah, so they've let me at it, and they've, they've pretty much agreed to nearly all my, my changes. So it Brilliant. now sounds a little more like me, so it's easier to learn, you know, that kind of way. So I'm fucking blessed, yeah. rather than, you know, I've never done anything in the way of plays before, like, you know, proper plays, like, other than, you know, dicking about in panto, but fucking, you know. Oh, yes, you have. Oh, for fuck's sake. I knew he'd do it. I knew you'd do it, Mero. <laughs> at this, uh, you're, you're three months clear of it, I thought. Just let it lie. Let it go. Yeah, and no, hence no. why I had him on my podcast beforehand and you afterwards. Because you were yeah. a nice, subtle little come down from the insanity that was three weeks. This is true. This is true. You can't, you see, you can't trust that fucker anywhere. You just can't, Tom. He's, he's I knew he would. <laughs> I'm amazed at the top of this show, too, he didn't scream 180. He just said, oh, it's 180. He, yeah, he really did. He the last I thought last week's was 180, so I did it last week. I started going... You could have just told me you did it. Fucking shit. Come here to me, though. On a fucking serious note, though, how in the name of Jesus is darts considered in any way, shape, or form a sport? I don't know. I don't know. Other than you can compete at it. I don't know. Like, it takes a lot of pints to get good at it, it would seem. That's all I can, you know... I should be I should be a class darts player actually by by the law of averages. Yeah, I mean, but yeah, I, like, I don't know. I mean, it, like the idea of it. I was at a I was actually doing a gig last Wednesday, and there was two lads from the north in, and uh, they they were supposed to be in Berlin, but they got to Dublin Airport. They were going over to Berlin for the darts. They they were saying it like I knew what the fuck they were talking about, like, but they were going over. One of them had lost their passport. They'd gotten already three days free off the wives, had a lash of money in their pockets, so they went in a rip in Dublin. I was like, yeah, good fucking choice. Imagine going to fucking Berlin to watch the darts. Oh God, like, like, Jesus Christ, take me to Auschwitz altogether, for the love of fuck. What a load <laughs> of shit. Yeah, I can't... I, with I, them fucking savages all screaming at the same thing over and over, the same fucking thing. Your man then with his 250 fags a day voice screaming the fucking numbers at you. Oh, bollocks. No. no, no, no. I'm just not. I just can't. I went, I went, to, it, I went to it once and it turned me off. Where'd you go to it? City West. Oh, say no more. Fuck me. <laughs> Did you park the horse outside? Holy fuck. Jeez. It baffles me that they allow Disney on ice go there. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's a war zone at the best of times out in that part. Oh, it is, yeah. It is, yeah, like a handful of times I've been there, like I lost, you know, all sorts of fucking, just self-respect more than anything. But you know, it's... <laughs> <laughs> it's the type of place that after you drive through, you might want to get a penicillin shot. 
know what I mean? We went, we went, do you know what? The last time I was there was over two years ago. We went, uh, the one and only time we went to a wedding fair before we got married. Because my missus knows what she's hitching her wagon to. You know what I mean? She knows oh, yeah. she's married psycho, right? So she, she puts up this notion. She was, will we go to a wedding fair? I went, well, that sounds like the stupidest shit of all fucking time. So no, no, it's going to be great. Come on, we'll go to one. And, uh, we went to the one in the city in City West. 17.4 minutes is what I lasted inside there. <laughs> I, I, this fellow with brown teeth trying to sell me a fucking cottage that he was renting out over in fucking Scary somewhere. It's bitten into my face that he's saying, telling me that's where a lovely place. And then it got really fucking weird. This young lad came over and says, you and Demo and Ivor. I said, right, that's it. Hit the fucking emergency door. We're gone. Come on. To fuck. To fuck. Wedding fairs are a fucking bizarre little thing, though, aren't they? Like, they're fucking so weird. We went to two of them. Now, granted, at this point in time, we said, you know what, fuck it. Let's just go for the longest possible engagement we can. Let's eke every fucking minute out of this because fuck that shit. So we went to, uh, I can't remember the name of the hotel, but uh, it's in, it's just outside a toy, rather. Which, upon, you know hindsight and all that kind of stuff and being able to look back on something with wisdom a toy probably isn't the place you'd go to for romance if we're being God's honest and truthful no you know I mean? no it's, it's not it's not no. um, and it's uh, souls go to die Danny it's, it's the Midlands do you know what I mean like, you know, they don't yeah. tease in the middle of the world that's why you would have gotten no votes about Tato from anybody there because they can't <laughs> say it in the Midlands they call it Tato Peter has eaten Tato's at his computer and it's also because, God bless them, they've no teeth, so they can't chew anything that's hard. Well, typically they're kissing their sister at the time, so of course you wouldn't even see their teeth, you know what I mean? So it's... <laughs> I'll tell you, a few of the people in this estate are definitely kissing their sister, man. <laughs> Fuck me. But anyway, so, so we went to this fucking hotel, and I just, the most bizarre thing in the fucking world, one of their selling points was genuinely that they had alpacas. What the f- <laughs> well, like the, the big goatee things. Yeah, the, the things that. Goatee? Yeah, yeah, exactly. They look like a camel that's being given like a fucking uppercut. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> they spit at you as well. Huh? They spit at you as well. They eat grass and then they spit the grass out at you. Uh, well, they didn't spit at me because I'm because I'm nice. Are, as, well, you're spot on. That these are a Thai fucking alpaca as well. Yeah. They're not going to be able to spit if they have no teeth, like you yeah, know. So in fairness, and they've probably had that gland removed for safety reasons. Do you know what I mean? But I just I was like, hang on a second, hang on. So. So, whatever about, like, yeah, we'll have, like, whatever the fuck, a hundred guests, whatever, uh, you know, we'll have this, here's our menu options, uh, and your your big selling point right now isn't a kind of, if you book today, we'll give you 10% off, it's, yeah. have you seen the alpacas, they're great for photos. <laughs> and obviously I was like... Alpacas? What, the alpacas give hand jobs or something. What the fuck what? do alpacas then, do that's class? Like they fucking stand around and look at your queer is what they do. Like, do you know what I mean? They bring out the food. The alpaca bring out the food. Hey, maybe you could ride what? one down the fucking aisle or something. That'd yeah. be class, wouldn't it? Well, look, first and foremost, right? If there's an alpaca that can support my fucking weight, Jesus Christ, sign him up for the Olympics. Second of all, because <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a load bearing animal. That fucking get him labouring quick. He'll do well on a site, like. And second of all, if alpacas are bringing out food, I'm going back to that fucking wedding. Because that would... Uh, like, weddings are shite at the best of time. But if you have yeah. alpacas serving food, at least it's a conversation point. You know what I mean? I thought, are you not going to Vegas for your wedding? I don't know if, if herself, if the lovely Oxana or not, will actually... I thought I had her tipped over She's the edge on that. She's not going to buy that. Are you fucking joking I, me? I, thought I had her tipped over the edge on it and she started to slowly fucking tip back towards it. Ah, let's just do it at home. And I'm like, fuck off. I don't want it. 
at this point, I'd rather fuck off back to Siberia where she's from and get married over there. Because I've no idea what the day would be. A bit of a crack. You're not allowed in there, though, Danny. That's true. I'm not. They wouldn't give me a visa. But that's a fucking completely different battleground. <laughs> <laughs> true story, Tom. True story. Really? Yeah, yeah. I th- we probably told this. It's actually, you know what? It's that long since we probably told on the podcast. Fuck it. I'll tell it again, sure. Uh, I was due to go over to... Uh, so she's, uh, Oksana's from a place called Omsk, right? Which is in... Sounds like some crack. I'll tell you, it's uh, it's in the heartland of <laughs> Siberia, and it's uh, it's essentially like a, a military city. It's now why you moved to Port Leash just to make it feel at home. A little bit, yeah, a little bit. It's kind of like you know, there's fuck all around you, Wasteland. but yeah. <laughs> the only thing missing is Port Leash doesn't have a decent ice hockey team. That's the only thing fucking missing. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so we were gonna go over. I was gonna meet the grandparents and all that kind of thing, and um, you have to go through a big visa process to go to Russia because you know they're suspicious of everybody who's not Russian and uh, to cut a, a long story short essentially uh, I paid the money I done all the bits and bobs I had the flights booked and everything so I had to show them there. there's my return flight I'm not going to be staying over there and fucking converting to communism or nothing I do fully intend on coming home to a civilised world thank you very much yeah. passport passport stamped everything good and then just now rejected apparently tour, tourists do not frequent that part of Russia, and in order, yeah. to, in order to, yeah, I know, yeah, hmm, shocker, yeah. and in order to go there, you have to obtain a special visa, which we didn't. And Oksana's never needed a visa, nor have any of her family, because they they're all dual citizens. They've an Irish passport, Russian passport, so you know what I mean. They've never had to worry about, you know, doing a, a fucking tourist visa and whatnot. So they were just like, yeah, cool, Russian visa, excellent, let's do it. And then they were like, no, 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 you need a special visa, tourists don't go here. So in the end, I never did get to go. Uh, we changed the flights around, so her ma went with her instead, and I got to go to Vegas instead. Oh, <laughs> fucking rotten luck, isn't it? <laughs> I tell she's you standing what. outside the door, so you, you, that story's total bullshit. You're just telling that story nice and loud, because she's, she's outside the door going, and then I couldn't go. Yeah, I know, she's <laughs> going to listen back to this, and she's going to have a very serious conversation with me. But, uh, she's like, you. I got an email. I got an email at work one day. Tom says, "Guess what?" I was like, "What?" He goes, "I'm coming Vegas, baby." I was like, "How?" He goes, "The v- the visa was refused." <laughs> listen, listen. I had to find the positive in a bad situation. All right. Every every yeah. cloud has to have a silver lining. I had to look hard. Now I had to look hard, but I but found the top, one. He goes. He, he goes uh, I have to go to the embassy, but please God, they'll still reject it. <laughs> You rotten bastard. But I have to be honest now. In fairness, and Oksana will admit this herself, she was fucking not selling the place to me at all. She was like, this is going to be two weeks of misery. As if I was going, I wasn't just going to visit her family or whatever. I was going to somehow be fucking inducted into the Soviet Union army. She made a sound as though it was going to be two weeks of fucking hell. So, yeah, upon reflection, I'm probably delighted I didn't have to go. You were going to Borderland. No, that's Kazakhstan. Yeah, which, but still, that's the image which is actually had. Omsk is actually quite close to the border of Kazakhstan. Yep. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> so you if you were the one day, remember found some water thing, a big water tower. Yeah, the village's water yeah. tower. Yeah, yeah. It's um to give you an idea where this place is, Tom. It's you need to fly to Moscow, and from Moscow, it's a five-hour flight further into Russia. So oh, it's it's. Deep into the wilderness, like it's proper. I wouldn't have come home out of that fucking place at all. And Jesus if I, and Christ. if I did come home, I was probably going to be a sleeper agent and try to assassinate some American president. You know, well, 
Yeah, you'd definitely have grown a moustache while over there. Something weird would happen. We'd fucking know. There'd be something off. Like, so what am I that'd, be, that'd be a miracle because he hasn't hit puberty yet. Yeah, I know. God bit. bless him. That old bit of fluff on his upper lip, you could get a fucking cat to lick it off with a drop of milk. Look at the cut of it. An old rough claw to take it off. <laughs> yeah. grow into Tom, it Tom, the last time we had John, right, you were telling us hilarious stories about uh, some of the crowds. <laughs> That you've encountered now that we had you on about eighteen months, two years ago. Have you experienced? It must have been. It was episode ninety-nine. It was episode ninety-nine because we were talking about ice cream. Yeah, so fuck me. It is a good long while ago. So you have to have some more stories about the creatures you've met. Oh man, I like just putting me on the spot because you do so. Do you know what I did? We were in Castle Bar in in. Is it a fucking Mayo? Is it? We call it Mayo. It's out there anyway. Um, and this like this fucking this absolute mental patient she was in the audience and she kept on thinking that everything that was being said in the wake of a joke was directed at her like she came up to the boys at the half time like and she was I'd been I was hosting whatever she came up and I was just talking about magical little male women with beards just you know as you do like silly throwaway shit right she comes up and she goes ah, excuse me not all male women have beards I said okay lady first things first I rarely get to drink at this kind of shit. And right now, I'm in the middle of squeezing a pint inside my face. Could you fuck back up my anus and take whatever issues you have with you? So she fucks off out of it. Probably not the most magnanimous way to, to deal with the situation. But we're up on stage and I bring Totally Wired. You know the boys from Totally Wired? Yeah, the two yeah. boys up on stage and the next and the lads. The lads are doing this bit about fucking, just throw away thing about divorce or whatever. She fucking snaps throws her fucking jacket across the fucking across the whole comedy club the place freezes fucking dead right some of us have been through a fucking divorce you know and just storms out in the middle and the whole place dead silent bar me going ah! <laughs> <laughs> you have never seen a freak show like it and just like you knew she was a thunder cunt because not one of our friends went with her every one of them yeah. just fucking stayed looking at the ground like she just and in fairness, the two boys, like, I mean, it's not as if Lorcan and Emmett wrote the song about her. Do you know? No, <laughs> nobody wrote fuck? anything about this exactly, mad bitch. Yeah. She, just, she was just in the corner assuming that everything was based at her. Nothing to do with the other 90-odd people in the room, like, just she was assuming that everything was fucking told to her. But for me, it was one of the greatest times because I was fairly pissed drunk at that stage. So every opportunity I had, I just stormed out during the lad's set and just started screaming, I'm fucking out of here, you pack of bastards. I hate it. <laughs> Oh man, it's it's definitely one of the things you, you you meet all sorts of people out there on the road. I'd say, just yeah. Well, fucking... I mean, like the fucking fruitcakes you meet, like absolute fucking lunatics. Like I had one last night, like just spit straight into my ear. Good glug of fucking spit now straight into my ear. Old one too. Like she comes over, she goes, I must give you a hug. She'd been on the wine since about fucking eight, five o'clock in the evening. Like, and this is after the show down in Limerick. She says, come here to me. Come here to me. I said, my name isn't Timmy. But, <laughs> She goes, can I give you a hug? I says, I suppose you can, even though I've been paid for this shit already. I don't, and spat. I don't know how she spat, but she spat a fucking, a good wedge load of fucking spit straight into my ear. Like, and that's what you're, you know what I mean? That's what you're dealing with. People think it's glamour. People think it's glamour. Graham Erdogan thinks that's a, a form of eroticism. Spit in the ear. Yeah. Withdraw we'll that remark now, please. Graham, I have it on good authority that you love an old good ear spit and tongue lick. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get I don't do you know what I don't seem to get as many lunatics anymore I think my comedy is getting so much more aggressive 
that I think people are kind of going, <laughs> it's probably best not to bother with it's, this wallet. It's probably how, not how, how often are you changing up your comedy? Because you're, you're on the road every, all year round. I'm continuously writing. So there's always new stuff going in, like, you know what I mean? And depending on the room too, like, like especially down in Limerick, you can do an awful lot of kind of Tipperary based stuff, like, like even like stuff that isn't even a joke, but it's just funny shit. Like there was, there's this, ra- do yourselves a favor, right? During your work day. If you have a radio app on your phone, right? Don't go, go and find Tipperary Midwest radio. It's an amateur radio station. And it has been the exact same for 37 years. I've been on this fucking planet. <laughs> Like one of the days I was listening to it there, the brother rang me up. He says, come here, are you anywhere near tip to tune in this? I said, what? No. He says, look, I have an app. I'll fucking get it. So I tune it in. And every Friday evening, they have the thing called, down your way. Right? <laughs> That's how they announce it. Right? So essentially, they'd go and visit Danny and his business down in Port Leash. And he'd walk him around the place. Kind of like an S-Town slide podcast before it was ever a thing. But they went and visited this mad fucker. They owned the pub and the funeral parlor and the shop, which were all linked in this one village, right? I won't say his name because he is very well fucking known, right? So they go visit and they follow him every and they go, there's Mossy over there drinking. Away. And this is like the kitchen was right beside the bar and Mossy, you know, raging alcoholic. How are you, Mossy? Go fuck yourself. Coming across. <laughs> and none of this is being edited out at all. But they walk into the kitchen bit, right? They walk into the kitchen bit and the wife is inside but making a bit of bacon and cabbage or whatever. That's the wife, deal. Uh, Teresa, hello, say hello, Teresa. Oh, no, Jesus, go away, But the father, who I know for a fact, the poor man is a vegetable, right? He has, he is his vegetated state. He has, he, the poor man is catatonic. Like, they had him sitting in the kitchen rather than, you know, being in a bed or in a home or anything. He's sitting in the kitchen, right? And as they walk, <laughs> walk in, you can just, you can, you can actually hear, audibly hear the, the character of the whole show going, Teresa, Teresa, come on. That, that man's after shitting himself again there. Like, he's after shitting all over himself again. And the radio host didn't edit any of this out, left it all in, and you're like, this is why I love this. This is real life. This is real life. This is real, real life. I got a verification on this whole thing and everything. It was of the actual situation, and it was exactly as it unfolded on, I won't say national, but they have a large, large fucking listenership in South Tipperary. Well, if that's the it's kind of stuff they're putting out every week, I can see why. Yeah, high that's quality. A, that's a tonic, that is. Yeah. Is that every uh, Friday talk? I don't, it, it's like this, it's it's nearly six months since I, I last heard it. But I, I don't I don't tune in on a regular basis because I'm not, I'm frightened of what I'll do if I'm driving because I will crash the fucking car if that event like that comes <laughs> on again. Like. <laughs> that's fucking unbelievable, man. That It is... And it's it's something that since I've moved down uh, to the Midlands, I've learned is that local yeah. things take on their own fucking. It's just, and the locals don't question it. Nobody bats an eyelid at it except for outsiders who are going, "What the fuck just happened?" Yeah. What yeah, the yeah. fuck? Like, super value. So this wasn't even like you know like Lidl or Aldi where you kind of go, Do "You know what? It's a free for all there." The best of times, anyway. Yeah. Super value, uh, a couple of weeks ago, there was a man, I went in to, to grab a bit of it, because I passed by when I'm way home, sometimes I just leg it in, uh, I'm on way home from work to get stuff for dinner, because it's fucking handy. I go in, and there's a man having, and I mean a full-on argument, with the fruit and veg section, not another human now, I don't mean like the fruit and veg, I mean the fruit and veg <laughs> section. But he's having the argument over a pound of rashers he bought off the butcher. As if the fruit's going to take aside naturally because, you know, fucking 
veganism and vegetarianism is better than fucking meat-eating bastards. And he's just, he's full-on having this argument. And everybody's just passing by. Just, oh, yeah, that's, you that's, just that's just Timmy. That's just Timmy. Yeah, as if it's complete. And I'm like, yeah. what the, the fuck? The most in- insane shit is, is acceptable, like, but it's just... Like, it's even when I go back life. home and I meet the savages I went to school with, and they're like, oh, right, I killed a man today. You're like, what the fuck? Right. Do you know, like, stuff is just so, like, we are so homogenized from living in cities. Like, we get so frightened by things. Like, these savages went, ah, I'm sure you look good. You know, there's slurry pits everywhere. That's all I'm saying. And you just walk, they walk away from these situations like, all oh, right, right, fair enough. You're totally okay with the fact that you almost killed somebody. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what, what, like, yeah. I don't know, Graham. You'll never experience this because you're never willing to leave South Dublin. So, you know. it is God. a safer it is a safer place because I say, like, I talk about this in my set, like, and people go, "Oh, cities are dangerous. They're dangerous places. They're not. The only people they, you need large groups of of people from cities to be dangerous. And typically, they're wearing like you know tracksuits in the middle of the day, and you know that's and they're not athletes. But you, who you need to be frightened of is that savage from the country who can swing a fourteen pound sledge with one hand and roll a fag with the other. That's the fellow you need to be frightened of. Because if he snaps, he's going to rip the top off your head and drink what's inside. He doesn't give a fuck. There, he's, yeah. You know what I mean? There is a good chance There is a good chance that at least 70% of the male population of outside Dublin have, in some way, shape, or form, influenced some of the animals from the Dwayne Johnson film Rampage. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Um. Tom, do you have an opinion one way or another about uh, people throwing tennis balls onto a sporting event that isn't tennis? Oh, your man Delaney, is it? Because I keep <laughs> yeah. on getting people keep on sending me this app to try and stick him to his head. Have you seen this game? It's actually uh, yeah, great. Yeah. I only got yeah. I got to eleven. I was pretty happy with I was that. I'll say eleven's like, the highest I got actually. Yeah, and I haven't been. I only got it once. Eleven, just, and then I've been getting eights and nines ever since. Yeah, I was no, very I, happy. Well, is, that, is that what went on last night at the Georgia game? Was it people fucking tennis balls? How did that come about? It was just a protest um, on the 33rd minute when the, there was a set play just about to happen then a load of tennis balls just thrown on. That's the shittest protest ever. Well, it's got yeah. people talking today, so. Well, what's going to happen? I mean, your man with the melted fucking wheelie bin for a head, what's his name, Delaney, is it? He's one of the ugliest <laughs> people I've ever seen. He looks like a modern fucking masterpiece. He's so fucking ugly. Jesus Christ Almighty! Yeah, he's like he's as fucking crooked as fucking anything, isn't he? Like, yeah, I'd, I'd say I'd, I'd, I'd say he'd be removed by April because there's so much stuff coming out about him now. But if if he would, at least had a bit of fucking charm, you know, you'd go as a gas cunt. You know what I mean for pulling off the stuff? Because let's be honest, there is almost no need in in him to be in a job. We lose everything. We have three games a fucking year. Do you know what I mean? There's almost no need for him to be about. What's his role? His, his wage is crazy. You shouldn't. You shouldn't as well. You, you shouldn't need to know you, the administrators of these organisations either. I mean, he he goes on as if he's a celeb or a politician. Do you know what I mean? It's a war. Yeah, there is no. But I. What does? What's his job? I don't know what his fucking job is like. Could they not See, actually yeah. have his wage and throw a bit back into the schoolboy stuff like her? What the fuck? Uh, absolutely, I agree. Yeah. And then I see I'm watching. I watched the fucking game against Gibraltar the other night because it was on just before the monster match, and I'm watching this fucking like they're playing a bunch against a bunch of fucking brickies, and the boys fucking finished like one fucking nil. Half the lads had fucking guts and everything hanging out of their fucking trousers. One lad I'm pretty sure is wearing fucking Westmead fucking GA shorts. He didn't even, he didn't even have a pair of football boots, and they still only bet him one nil. 
And then all of a sudden, Mick fucking Lemony Snicket fucking McCarthy pops up and goes, oh, I don't know, oh, you know. And you're like, Mick, you're on 1.2 million, not 2 fucking million, you cheeky bastard, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I, all I can say about John Delaney is if, if I get to his age and I have a blonde girlfriend like that and I'm shifting her in public half as much as he is, then I sure look. That. He's been scoring. I heard that. Yeah, I only heard that recently. Ah, uh, if you Google it, you'll see it yourself. He, like any opportunity, he gets. Oh, fuck <laughs> no. Fuck no. Fucking neck and I'll on with every this foul enough without fucking that popping up in it. Fuck me. But oh, you know, do a... you know this whole uh, bridging loan that he was caught with? So the Sunday oh, time. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They got they got a whistleblower. Someone within the organization or someone within his family. Hint, hint, hint. Um, gave them information and a lead as to him putting 100,000 euro back into the FEI account. Um, and they were wondering where it came from. And apparently it's he was trying to hide the 100,000 euro from his ex-wife. Huh? Oh, for the love of fucking Jesus Christ. You're getting 300 and what? How much was he on? 330, was it? 360. 365. 365 for pretty much no job. Yeah. Like, he did, what, he, what did he do? Like, there's no... Res- Results as a back as and as uh, to back all these cunts should be actually paying to be in the gig until Ireland start winning some shit. What? But hey, if he, 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 they created on the back of this, they the board met in Gibraltar on Saturday night, conveniently enough, and all this was coming out, and they came up in that meeting. They came up with the executive vice president role, so he stepped down as CEO, but their the new title is executive vice president with pretty much the same role. So they're going to be having. Uh, interviews for the next CEO. How in the name of Jesus is the next CEO supposed to work when this lad is still the executive vice president? You know what? I'd no. say, I've never met the man, but I'd say he's got smelly bread. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, do you ever look at somebody yeah. and go, oh, he definitely has fucking smelly bread. Like, do you know what I mean? Like he's eating fucking about 20 cocks. Do you know that? It starts to smelly like, <laughs> I, you couldn't even sit in the same room as him, let alone alongside him. Just know by the head in that fella, he's got his bread. And you want, of course, whatever, whatever breed of an animal she is, she can clearly fucking hide her, you know, hide her emotions. Like, there's no way she's dating your man. Like, he looks like a melted fucking wheelie bin. <laughs> yeah. He definitely looks there's like no a man. He, he looks like a man who would benefit from a polo. There's no doubt about that now. He definitely What? What other stuff are you including in your set these days? Um, For fuck's sake, man. Uh, Let's go and see him, will you? Don't be trying to get yeah. a free gig out of this now. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. To get the listeners are going to see him, you freak. Fuck. So we didn't just ask him what gigs he has on. Don't be asking him to do... being angry. A lot of it is just <laughs> being angry. And people seem really? to really enjoy that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's great. It's therapy. Like, it's fucking fantastic. I'm living out in the country. I've got my guns back. It's fucking great. I've got my guns back. <laughs> that might be... I told you about the last time I had to get rid of the guns, didn't I? Over fucking living in Portobello with them. No. I thought I told no. you that. No. I was going for a shoot one morning, fucking about half five or whatever, and one Sunday morning, I was living in Portobello. Every cunt had skinny jeans, you know, that kind of a place, like. And uh, I was going out to the Jeep one fucking morning. Now, in fairness, I was camoed up to the fucking hilt, like, and I had the rifle and a shotgun with me, and they were going into the back of the Jeep. And a certain well-known, very well-known Irish actor was Steamboats. He lived around the corner. He was fucking steaming. He seen me with the fucking guns, and he started screaming at the fucking sky. Like, like somebody had just shot him in the leg. He started screaming. <laughs> no, like he, it wasn't a, Hey man, what the fuck? It was a screaming like a fucking, like a child that got lost in fucking Dundrum town square square. Like, you know what I mean? He was screaming at the sky. 
Now, granted, I didn't realize I was actually pointing one of the guns at him as he was doing this because I was just flabbergasted. And I was wearing a fucking balaclava at the time. But it was... Um, <laughs> it was Who else These things can happen. I'm just saying these things can happen. So I'm better off living out the country. You know what I mean? Who's the actor, Tom? Um, I can't say. <laughs> I can't fucking say. It's Aidan Gillen. What the fuck am I doing? Like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> He was steaming. He was. He was a bit of a fright for him. Now he was fucking steaming, like so. But uh, but yeah, after that, before the guards came and fucking took me off me, I I, I delicensed them and fucking sold them on. But I'm back now. I've gone. I'm living. I'm living in the fucking the leafy suburb. It's almost South Dublin. I'm living in in Enniskerry now. Nah, yeah, you might as well be fucking Jesus. Sure, that's Dublin. Yeah. Well, everybody has the same accent as if they were living in South Dublin. Of course, it is. Yeah. This fucking redneck. <laughs> Walking around with no shirt on, freaking out the kids. Uh, Tom, right, so Defending the Caveman Day is is kicking off uh, in, in the autumn. It's kicking off the 27th of October, or it's 27th of September in The Mermaid. And it is going to Port Leash too, it so is. you don't have to. No, that, that's what, so I was actually about to say. Yes. Yeah. Potentially then, right? So potentially you've got that. Ruby World Cup is on around the same time as well. I'm seeing yeah. fucking massive potential here for uh, this whiskey thing to happen, to coincide, well, it, man. It, it kind of has to really because I'm about to become a father as well. So, hey! Yeah. Congratulations, August, man. Holy shit. August 28th, she's due. So it couldn't have all happened. All a, a rugby World Cup about to kick off. But in fairness, she was she's understanding. She had, like I have my, cal- my Google calendar just syncs with all the rugby fucking fixtures. And she's like, no, I understand. <laughs> I understand I will step aside during these moments. Again, she knew what and she it's was your, going to. It's yours, Tom, is it? We'll see, Mero. You know what I mean? If it has a fucking noble beard and fucking gorgeous teeth like you, I'll fucking be asking questions, <laughs> knocking you up you, you motherfucker. Hopefully a wheelchair doesn't come up in the scan. He'll <laughs> <laughs> just fucking belly Breck Bull's fucking jersey on him. Just fucking... <laughs> we'll we'll organise one of them for you as well. Don't worry. <laughs> no, I have a strong feeling it'll be the first child born in fucking in uh, in Enniskerry that has a, a South Tipperary accent and likes to fucking just spit, just just for no reason, just spit like a fucking alpaca, just walking around spitting, scratching scratching down its own nappy, just fucking on morning. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, well fucking congratulations, Tom. That's fucking great news, Thank man. Yeah. Thank you very much. And Thank you. It's it it'll be fucking exciting to see uh, how that child grows up over the next few years with such a role model in its life. So we'll definitely want to make a documentary series about that. One word comes to mind, and it's 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 camo mostly. <laughs> yeah, I was going to grow up in camo mostly. Yeah, that's it. Communion suit slash dress camo convo clothes absolutely. camo. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Deb's clothes. Um, he walked out into the is, backyard, and I can't see it. <laughs> Baby Balaclavas. That's, that's what I'm bringing out. That's my new thing. My new merch is going to be Baby Balaclavas. Fucking love it, man. Medley. Is Caveman going to Dunleary Pavilion Theatre? No, it's it may do in the new year. See, they, they just released, they were going releasing a bunch of dates and the tickets will be going on sale soon enough. But the only Dublin date at the minute is the Helix. Actual Dublin right. County. But there's talks. They have another like 36 uh, theatres that they, they showed me for the new year then that are going to fucking blast back around again. And not awful lot of them got taken up the north the north jumped on it straight away i sell well up the north for some reason i don't know why i think i'm it's kind of like when you're look you know i suppose the zoo when you see such an obscure fucking animal like you know what i mean it's kind of like a wild thing fucking traveling over the border they're just looking at me going well, you, were oh, tell us, 
you were telling us the last time about the Belfast crowd were hilarious. I fucking I'm, love them. I fucking love They were wild. They just, because they're just bursting out of their fucking skins for whatever the fuck. See, the void now of religion and fucking, and shouting and roaring at each other, they just want to jump on the next fucking thing. And it would seem fucking petty fucking culture here. They're fucking, they're big into it for some reason. So I'm happy enough to, to, to facilitate. I'm up, I'm in the north nearly once a fortnight for some reason or another, whether it's gigs or, yeah, yeah. Well, it's always gigs actually, yeah. Brilliant. I'm, uh, I'm trying to find, uh, there we go, right, I'm just bringing it up on your website there now, Tom, tomomani.com, uh, to try and uh, find, so this is a lovely website, Tom, lovely website. Thank, thanks to the uh, mutual friend, uh, Gordon, from those conspiracy guys. Oh, yeah. That he rang me up one morning and he was on like a fucking split screen and way, shit, way too fancy for me. And he was like, hey, Tom, what's the crack? So I have all these and he's just zipping them back and forth on the screen in front of me and he could see... He could see monkey see and not monkey do. You know, he was looking at it and it was like, this is a man that could easily throw his own excrement at the screen at any minute. And he got, he's, he's a very good reader of people. And he went, have you got something else to be doing for the day? I went, oh, geez, I have loads. I've got to ch- fucking service the car. He went, yeah, go do that. He's just go do that. Go do that. Yeah, he's, and if, I need a, if I need a wall knocked, I know who to ring. Like, you know, that kind of way. It's just I was only into a man's way. And when I came back to him that evening, he had built that website. He he's a he's a dab hand when it comes to that kind of stuff. Is is Gordo? He's a good man overall. Uh, some of the dates in that you've got coming up: April first, so that's next Monday. Kills in Dublin. Oh uh, yeah, sorry, stand up boys. Yeah, there's yeah, bags yeah. of fucking stand up gigs in there. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah we'll, we'll, we'll give the people a few so they can go. And, actually, you're up in the north next week as well. Just in case you're wondering, you're up in Derry. Sound. Thanks for that. Yeah, no, but on the fourth of April, that's uh, that'll be a fucking long drive for you over Thursday, Tom. Uh, I do it. International Comedy Club Day on uh, the 5th, so that's Friday night. Chaplin's Comedy Club is also Dublin, and you're back in the Inter again on the 6th. Oh, 5th, 6th, you're the Inter, yeah, you're in the Inter all weekend, yeah? Yeah, I'll be doing, I'll be doing three, yeah, three nights, or three gigs that one night, so I'll be running from the Inter over to Chaplin's and back to do the International again. Like, like so the International quite, club. I do, I fucking love it. I love it because microphones can get in the way of just properly, theatrically fucking roaring and shouting at people. Yeah. So, you can, you know, like the thing about the... the the international is not much bigger than your average sitting room, but they crowbar in. Well, if no fire officer listening, they uh, they crowbar in quite a few people, so it, it makes it very, very. It makes a class fucking version. It's very different to your average club, like. It's uh yeah, it's it's a special place as well when it comes to comedy. Like it just is. There's always a good atmosphere in that place. Always. Oh yeah, I I mean the very first gig that we were only talking about it the other day. The very first gig I ever did in there, I was an open mic, and on the lineup was, Dave Bishop. Um, Delamere, yeah, Fred Cook, and Damo Clark, and I was the open mic. Do you know? Pretty yeah. fucking tasty. Indeed. And the rest of them weren't bad either, lads. Whoa, 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 whoa! What a con! Right. So, defending the caveman hits Port Leash October twenty fifth, lads, which is a Friday night, and it's the Friday of the October Bank Holiday weekend. It is they also it is also fucking peak season of the Rugby World Cup, Tom. I don't care if that nipper is fucking screaming for you. That weekend has potential written all over it for another. Oh, yeah. Jesus Christ. It's like it's written in the stars, gentlemen. Well, the show will be over early enough. We'll hit the fucking sauce as soon as I step off the stage. Fucking Beautiful. happy fucking dance. Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. And I would say there'll be a bed here, but there might be a spot on the floor for you. So I don't know if it'll have listen, or not. I, you know I, I mean? The <laughs> amount of living I'm doing in this fucking passat at the minute, <laughs> lads. It's not, it's not fucking hygienic or it's not fucking nice, but it's, it's a reality. <laughs> Is it the type of situation where you get out of the car and the smell follows you? 
To be honest, Danny, I'm taking a dump now as we speak. So you're sitting in the driver's seat. Like, I've got adult, adult nappies on here. That man is after shitting himself. That man is after shitting himself. What was, it called? what was that show called again? Down Our Way? Yeah, Down Your Way. Down Your, down way. your way. Fucking hell, man. Yeah, I'll, that, I'm going to have to Google that. That sounds hilarious. Pure gold. Tom, you've got a gig to go to. Meryl's yeah, already at his dinner, but I, I need to eat mine. Um, you've got a couple of gigs there coming up. TomAmanty.com is the place to find that. If people want to get you on Twitter and whatnot, though, where else can they find you? Uh, just Tom, If they type in Tom O'Mahony comedy for whatever thing they're looking for me, they'll find it. And O'Mahony without the E. For some people, lo- people think my family took the fucking soup years ago and we took, a, <laughs> uh, took an E, but we didn't. We didn't. You would have <laughs> lost the O as well, wouldn't you? you know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so it, it's a fucking, it's, you know, it's a paradox in what people are trying to do here. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. By sticking an E in there for fucking just, yeah, yeah. you know, ang- anglo saxonizing my fucking name. Is it my family were dishing out the soup, so we never had any problems, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hence why you're down in fucking Port Leash. Karma fucking's a bitch, Danny. There I'm you not, go. I'm on. Down there. Fucking in the devil's arsehole, you're down in the Port Lee. <laughs> Tom, all I'm doing, it's the Queen's County. I'm just getting closer to, to where I need to be. So I'm in. <laughs> oh, sake. I'm going to venture across into King's County and awfully, well, no, I'm not awfully still a fucking awful no, shit. No, you're not. As bad as Port Lee is, Tullamore is fucking worse. You know what I mean? So, uh, although it does have a drive through Burger King. No, I mean, no, no, it's not worth it. It's not. They're not real burgers. <laughs> <laughs> I've been through Offaly lads and it aged me If you, I swear to god what you do is you drive across the road from Offaly to Kildare try that someday just for the crack but have your Google Maps on and set it to satellite rather than actually the cartoony one and there's a line I swear to god it looks like you're driving into fucking Mordor I don't know what they've done to the earth but it looks like Mad Max could come over the fucking hill at any point this, it's just scorched earth you're driving into for about 20 miles and to be honest with you yeah I've lost some friends there, lads, just just on that drive alone. Like, so I just. I better go do this fucking do, thing before do, you do, Tom. It's, it's been a pleasure Thanks, fucking talking Tom. to you again, man. And we'll chat to you again soon. 190! Yeah, yeah, fucking fuck, Bella. Get out. Like go on, go on. Get the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oi, oi, oi. You pair of pricks. Go on, Tom. Talk to you soon. <laughs> Good luck, boys. Good luck. Good luck, Tom. Jesus. There goes Tom. Tom's off to do his gig. I'm going to go and see that play anyway. Yeah, you're going to come down and see it down here. I'd be, I'd, see, I don't drink whiskey straight. I'm a flute-like. Well, you see, that'll be the beauty of it, right? Because what we'll be able to do then is we'll be able to give people the, the, the baby element, which will be you with the mixer. And you'll be able to say, yeah, right. that, that works well as a mixer. And All right, let's let's you know. do it. What times What times are the matches on when it's in Japan? Oh, Jesus, now, the time zones. Well, think about the Japan-Korea World Cup. I'd imagine they'll be, like, early morning ones. Do you know what I mean? So, six in the morning, job, there was one, wasn't there? Yeah, I would say six in the morning is probably about one in the afternoon over there. Right. So... See, they're going to it at all. Say again? Did you consider going to the Rugby World Cup at all? Oh, be Jesus, we did, yeah. Yeah. And then... Uh, too expensive. Too expensive. And, and also, um, I wasn't given a permission slip. So... Okay. Yeah, Fair yeah. enough. And you just left, so... Yeah, pretty, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, much. Um, but yeah, yeah. So, geez, that right. There might be something in that. We must... We'll, we'll chat to Tom about that off air. But there you go, lads. There's something coming up in September that he's going to... Or October even that he's going to look forward to. 
Um, right. Anything else you care to inform the people about or anything like that? You know, have you got any news that you want to share, Graham? No, do it. Well, I mean, do you? You're saying as if I do, I can't remember. All I'm saying is, Tom announced that he's going to be a dad. Do you have any news to tell us, Graham? Not that I know of, thank you. Until next week. <laughs> no, 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 not yet, not yet, not yet. Uh, if people want to listen to more WTS pod, Graham, and find out where they can discover all the other episodes that have been before, and listen back to Chapter 99, which Tom briefly mentioned there in his previous, uh, or in his, in his, in his verb, verbology, that's not even a fucking word. I'm Verbatim. Me, me brain is going into shutdown mode. I'm very tired, very hungry. Where can people find more of us, basically, Grant? Well, you can go to WTSPod.com and you can find everything there. Or you can go to, you can check all the um, podcasts. Carl's distracting me here. He's coming in with his boxers on. Hello, Carl. Hello, Carl. We're recording. Carl, Carl wants to. All right, Carlo, how are you, bud? The king has arrived. This podcast just got a lot better. How are you, mate? How are you, Luca? <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just had a stare down with Carl Merrigan. He was very intimidating. <laughs> he's, being, he's being a dickhead. <laughs> great, mate. Great. It's great to have you on the you podcast. Look- you look fantastic, by the way. You too, man. You too. That beard is something your brother could aspire to have. Oh, shape beard over there. What's he eating? Is he eating bourbon creams, is he? What are you eating, Carl? Some slim and bar. Some slim and bar. <laughs> <laughs> right, you can get us on WTSpod.com. You get go back to all the episodes. You can go to any podcast provider. Just search WT. WTS pod you can go to our Twitter that has loads of new followers at WTS pod you can get Danjo on at Danjo Murray on Instagram where he's got loads of new Russian robots and you can get him on Twitter at Danjo Murray you can get me at Merry Gamania everywhere and anywhere as well until next time and don't forget to check out Bookshop podcast because we forgot to say it while Tom was still with us there don't forget to get Bookshop Podcast, where me and Danny have been guests and a load of other guests as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm sorry about me brother's, uh, what what we call cameo, Carl Merrow's first cameo on so, What's the Story. 180 episodes and Carl has finally made it onto WTS pod. <laughs> Yeehaw! <laughs> you, can hear his la- you can hear his laugh in the live show. I was going to say, I think he briefly featured in WTS 100 though. Yes, he did. Yeah, he did. Right, anyway, yes, anyway, anyway. Graham, anyway. It has been a pleasure talking to you again, my friend. You too. Next week. Clear eyes. Full hearts. Can't lose too sweet. Yep. Yeah.